there you are. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't know what happened either. So weird. It wasn't you weren't you weren't coming up on my screen and then like it just swiped to the next person. I mean, are you surprised? Because like it has so many glitches nowadays. I know. I'm so sorry. And and like I tried to join the, the live again, but it said it finished. Oh, and now I have another glitch. I can't see anything now. <laughs> For God's sake, what's happening? Wait, do you mind if I end it now and I'll just come back to you in a minute? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One second. Okay. Oh, wait. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. There we go. Okay. Let me just... How are you, by the way? I'm going to do the title quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you go for it. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I was just playing the dick quiz with um with uh Lyndon and Mucky and it was just shambles. <laughs> Mucky is one of the questions is explain the offside rule in football. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um for some reason, it won't let me change the title because it keeps glitching. Oh, really? Let me try. Okay, I'll let you try it. How are you, babe? You sound a bit down today. No, I'm good. I was basically baking, so I'm just like a little bit exhausted. So I made myself a cup of tea and I'm now lying in bed. And I'm here waiting to talk to you, you know? This is our first Aww. conversation together. Yay. Yeah. I'm so excited. Okay. I'm so Change the title. Do you want to do like feature Ava one? And put a, like a little buzz and everyone knows who you are. Because you are yeah. the buzz, of course. So whilst yeah. you do that, I'll play a message and see what everyone's saying. Hey, Ava one, how's it going? Hey, hey, Paolo. Piera, how are you doing? Um, yeah, the app's been glitching a lot today. I don't know if you've updated your app since yesterday there was an update. No, I oh, have really? not. What was the update? What was Bugs. this update? I don't know. It was just a bug thing. Yeah, how, said, how has your show been glitching today as well? I haven't had any other glitches, no. Because um, I've had a few glitches in the past um, past shows. Oh, no. A little bit frustrating, but hey, here we go. We're going to try and do this today, you know? Yeah, of course. Hey, guys, this is tea time, and this is my guest today is Ava.1, or we can just call mm -hmm. her Ava. She's part of the Bohos on Stereo exclusively, and yeah... How are you, Ava? How are you doing? Yes, very good, thank you. Um, Lovely. I, uh, I um, uh, I've just finished a pot noodle, which is my um, my dinner <laughs> for this evening. <laughs> which I hate my pot noodles. Is, what, like, what is the pot noodle choice? It's chicken and mushroom. Oh, okay. I'm more of a beef and tomato kind of girl. I, I, I hate I, I hate pot noodles but like i'm so bad at buying lunches for myself that like uh -huh. 
I just keep them in the in in the cupboard because they don't go off and they don't take up much room and they're really quick to cook as well. So like, I get you. Mm. When I'm hungry and there's nothing else and I can't be bothered to cook anything, I will be able to eat a pot noodle. <laughs> Lovely. Um, I, my my serious question first of all is what is your tea of choice today for this conversation mine's just a normal tea so I've just got a normal tea three sugars lots of milk yeah lovely well English breakfast yeah yes English breakfast yeah lovely I'm going for an Earl Grey with just a dash of milk no sugar Ooh. at all right that's mm-hmm. how I like it, really. Yeah. And before we start, do you have like a kind of like an idea of what we're going to talk about today? Like, because you kind of seen like the conversation between me and Lacey last week. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure because I don't take a lot of inspiration from places and and like the, I don't feel like there's a lot of people that have made a massive impact on me, if that makes sense. People, places mm-hmm. or anything like that. So, like, I might discover it as we talk, but when I was trying to think of things, uh, they won't pop into my head very easily. That's fine. I mean, like, at the end of the day... Where it takes me. Honestly, it doesn't doesn't matter. At the end of the day, if, like, if you remember anything that pops in your head all of a sudden, you can always share it as well. And Mm -hmm. I will allow, like, extra, extra answers, okay? (laughs) thank you um before we get into it let's try and place a few more ditties and try and like lower this number down let's do it okay what's up y'all how's you guys day you going today hello hiya you're right Okay, next I'm one. here, I'm here, tea time Yay, with Paolo and Ava. Love you both. Hi. Love you. Yes, Lacey, welcome to tea time. I'm here, I'm here, tea time with Paolo oh, and Ava. Love you both. <laughs> I love how they're just exactly making the same said. room as well. <laughs> 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 I, love um, I love how you just married couple of Sarah just saying this. Huh? Yeah. I think um I wanted to say uh, ask them if the Taco Bell was really nice because they've they've had Taco Bell for uh lunch today. Oh yeah. So, mm-hmm. Have you had was it have you had a Taco Bell in the UK? No, I don't think there's many of them that I don't think there's one in Birmingham, so I haven't tried one yet, but See the location because they've, they've expanded themselves. So they've, I think there's like two in London now. Okay. Um, I'm going to wait um, for when I visit Lacey because she's going to order for me. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive order. Exclusive yeah. order of black cards, you know? I love it. <laughs> okay. Quickly, a few more ditties and let's get Pot noodles sometimes get stuck in my throat and then I have to puke them back up again. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I would suggest maybe not eating pot noodle going forward. Maybe that's a good decision. Tea, <laughs> tea time featuring pot noodle. I love it. <laughs> yeah. 
there's six matches, a can of lighter fluid, uh, half a bag of beef jerky, one can of dog food, and a one pot noodle. Well, it's obvious what gets eaten last, isn't it? Can't stand pot noodles. Listen, I feel like this is like another stereo ex- like exclusive like live that's sh- supposed to be happening at some point later. You hating yeah. pop noodles, everyone just chimes in, you know. <laughs> Okay, you guys are just like bringing more messages in. Okay, I'm gonna just play with two more messages and we'll get into it and we'll just like hold on to those. Go yeah. team bohos. <clears throat> I'm here as well. Hi Daniel. Ooh. Thanks for coming. Daniel, get a cup of tea and join the conversation when we start. The Taco Bell was good. So good. <laughs> So good. So good. So good. Now I got a you. Yes. Okay. One more. One more. One more. You fail. Oh. little kid. Fetus deleted, bitch. Anyways, yeah. I tried to talk about. I've tried it um twice um since it's. Um, come over to the UK. So honestly, it's it's, it's good, but I wouldn't say it's was it amazing because I feel like I can do it at home. In my opinion, only because like I'm a cook, that's why. Yeah, well, I think anything that is an American chain that comes over here, they have to change the ingredients because we've got different laws. Yeah, especially so... like the sugar as well, because like. The sugar level and the sodium levels for the salt and everything. I know it has to be limited, uh, limited into the country. Yeah. But yeah. Like, Are you, know, you ready like, for... Oh, yeah. Sorry, go just for one more question. Did you know that American McDonald's fries are not vegan? They've got like some sort of... Or vegetarian. They're like, they've got some sort of beef juice in them. Whereas ours are vegan. I knew was it. I knew our one was vegan. I didn't realize the one in America wasn't. That's actually quite new to me. A bit, a bit I weird. something new today. <laughs> yeah, that is quite weird. That is quite weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what was it? I don't know. Is there more meat eaters in America? I don't know. That's probably another conversation. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, usually what I'll ask uh, my guests that come to tea time, um, the first question is, um, if you can please uh, allow the audience to know where are you right now in the world and how is your lockdown situation currently going? So I am in Birmingham, born and raised in Birmingham. um, Okay. In the United Kingdom. And um, lockdown is going okay i think um it wasn't it was it was hard at first uh for the first sort of nine months of lockdown um i was still working from home um and it was quite intense um it was very busy um and i was doing lots of different things that were quite boring in my job because they we didn't have a lot of recruitment going um 
and then uh, I got furloughed in November and I've been sort of on flexi furlough ever ever since so um my boss just calls me and says can you work tomorrow and she might have something for me to do um but stereo has saved me <laughs> saved my mental health for sure yeah and especially Lacey like without Lacey like it would be a very sad world that I lived in now yeah, because uh, she explained to me, she explained to me last week that you guys basically have been like you met since last December, basically. Yeah, so we met sort of mid December, um, and uh, we've talked practically every every day since. Lovely. Phone. So, yeah. And was it, I mean, uh, sorry, go go ahead, go ahead. I just said, I, and I love her so much, and Brennan and Lennon, like, they're part of my family now. Aww. I love how they have such unique names, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> um, okay, so... Uh, what's what I was going to say? So, basically, you were born and raised in Birmingham, right? Yeah. And you haven't moved or anything like that? I've moved houses, but I've always stayed in South Birmingham. So, um, yeah, I haven't but ever... This is also, this is also to, something... Sorry. I didn't go to university or anything, so I've never ventured outside of Birmingham in terms of living. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing I wanted to ask you, because, like, I was... I kind of, like, kind of think I know. I know the Birmingham... The Brummy accent. And like when it comes to you, you have like like this unique like kind of accent, if you know what I mean. Yeah, people have told me that. Um, I mean, my boss would like we had this conversation on a on a Zoom call once. My boss said, out of everyone, I'm I sound the most brummy, but like I just I, I don't know. I I can hear it in my voice a little bit, but um, generally. I think it's I think it's on stereo. I try and enunciate my words a little bit more. So I love it. I, think, I, I yeah. love it. Sample doesn't have a strong brummy accent either, so it helps. It, it it's like changed my voice a little bit since being with him. Hmm. Yeah. And do you think like uh, different parts of the, um, Birmingham that have like probably unique accents, perhaps, mm-hmm. or something like that? But like in Birmingham. I feel like there's at least sort of uh, four to five different types of accents. So there's there's like a, a mine, which is sort of a, 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 a mix between what you would classify as normal British, which is just enunciated, mm-hmm. non-region sounding accent. Um, you've got the Dudley slash black country accent, which is quite strong. And then you've got sort of the northern um, Brummy accent, which is like uh, more so on the Dudley side. It's got a, it's got a twang to it, but it's not like as full on as Dudley accent. And then you've got mm-hmm. like just really posh people, like in from like the Harborn Quinton area. If you were brought up in that area, some people have really posh accent. <laughs> I've been told I have, I have like a bit of a posh accent, but I don't see it to be honest. Yeah, I think it's like every city. Like, if you go to Manchester, like, I think North North Manchester will sound different to uh, South Manchester, and we can we can hear it slightly if we if we uh, concentrate on the differences between the two people. 
but um in general you can recognize that it's a it's a manchester accent well i love it i love your accent it's quite unique to be honest thank you darling yes (laughs) okay so let's get into it so anyone who's um who knows tea time basically knows this is basically think of it as piers morgan true stories like this is about the guests of honor which is ava she's here today to talk about her life and get to know her better and hopefully when you, you finish this episode guys you can take with information of knowing ava better when you go to her next shows and just mm-hmm. talk to her even better. So hopefully you guys will gain um, more information with Ava and getting to know her better, basically. So yeah. Ava, let's get into it. This is all based on who you are as you, as Ava, basically. And mm-hmm. this is your life, really. So mm-hmm. the first subject is a person that has changed your life or has made you being Ava so your choice was my choice was um my boyfriend Samuel I think has he hasn't necessarily made me who I am but like he has he has um definitely improved the um worse traits in me um mm-hmm. in a, a very positive a- um aspect so like he's the first person that I've really wanted to do to change myself for and not change in an unreasonable way it's taught like he's taught me patience he's taught me like uh he's he's just taught me that like you can love someone so unconditionally and like it makes you want to be a better person um so I've learned a lot from like him um and our relationship um that has uh, like communicating with him uh, helps me communicate with other people outside of here and he he brings me back down to earth you know I'm a strong personality in general um and a lot of people would would probably say that I wear the trousers but I completely disagree because he calls me out on my bullshit he's, he's not he's not my little <laughs> slave like yes I'm particular about how things are done but he doesn't he doesn't do that he doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. do that he only does it when he knows it's very, very important to me. You know? Yeah. How long describe. have you guys been together for? Um, we were together five years in November, so five years and a few months at this at this point. Um oh, and he was yeah. only seventeen when we met. Um and I was twenty two. So there's a five and a half year age gap. Um oh, wow. in our relationship. But um, you know, I'm I'm glad that I didn't like dis. Uh, what what's the word for it? You know, shove him to one side and not um, not appreciate him uh, for for his age because it's the best relationship yeah. I've ever had, and he's he he's far more mature than any um, at the time. He was far more mature um, than a lot of the middle aged men that I was meeting. <laughs> you know so are you wasn't were you the first for him like first girlfriend yeah so i was his uh, well he'd had i don't know if you call like you you 13 like when you're 13 girlfriends a relationship <laughs> necessarily because yeah. you're not you're not necessarily going on dates you're not kissing you're not 
you know introducing each other mm-hmm. to your family etc um but uh i am first like serious relationship yeah oh yeah and what what is it what is it about him that attracted you in the first like in the first place so when i met him he was a really skinny long fluffy he had long fluffy hair um he had a lot of acne and he couldn't dress dress very nicely um but i managed to look over that because he had the most infectious laugh in, and generate like genuine laugh that I'd I'd come across, and yeah. he was he was he was kind, but also had a lot of banter, and I just really liked being around him. Um, mm-hmm. We met at a pub quiz. His 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 granddad is was friends with my mum, and we went to the pub quiz with our with his granddad and my mum and we met there so it was it was and we didn't contact each other outside of the quiz for about six months we knew each other for six months before we even sort of started talking outside of the quiz mm-hmm. so yeah um so it was his laugh more than anything. Just, his laugh and his smile was just really infectious and I just wanted to keep making him smile and laugh mm-hmm. yeah so beautiful by the way, yeah. Ava, I don't know if you realize, but we have a special guest in our audience, which is Monet Exchange. So I just want oh. to give a shout out to Monet Exchange for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for being here, darling. So, yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to add to this topic? Of, of was it of your boyfriend, Samuel? Um, I could talk about Samuel for ages, so I'll, I'll just stop it here. But he, he is a very... He's, one of the most important people in my life and um he continues to make me a better person oh that's so adorable <laughs> and you've i'm i'm sure you guys have been doing it all as a couple like going to holidays together like going was it dates um regularly like doing valentine's day together i'm guessing like all those couple stuff you know i'm guessing um not i mean not really we don't have a regular date night um mm-hmm. we don't um we don't celebrate valentine's day just because we're exhausted and skinned by then um and we're okay <laughs> um and in terms of holidays we've only ever been on two holidays together one the first one was with my parents and the second yeah. one was like a pretty like we we chose a really crap hotel in the end so it didn't work out very well damn <laughs> um, we need to do more together. We want to travel more together. And like the first thing and the first place that we want to go is to go and visit Lacey and Brennan. Um, just, we're just craving that so bad. Um, so as soon as we're able to travel, we're going. Well, was it, there's been some hopeful news today with, uh, with Boris Johnson saying that mm-hmm. he's hopeful to get this ended by the end of June. So fingers crossed. We're gonna make it at the end of the tunnel by the end of summer, so yes. we're gonna have a, a a regular, normal, boring life after this. So hopefully, yeah. <laughs> it'll be worth it in the end. You know, I hope so. Come, I need a fucking holiday. That's what I need. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I need some sun. <laughs> Listen, you don't understand. I just, I just need everything. I need. 
I need several holidays. That's what I need, you know. <laughs> don't think me coming back to London for like a next uh, a whole year, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so before we get into the next subject, let's play these some ditties to and uh, minimize these messages. What is the tea about today? Because I want the tea about the gays, and I want the tea about the straights, and I want the tea about everything in between those cheeks. Unfortunately, it's the tea about me, which I don't live a very exciting life. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you have an exciting life, babes. Come on, I wouldn't be asking. I wouldn't be asking you if you uh, was it. I wouldn't be asking you in the first place. Oh, thanks, sweetie. But yeah. <laughs> and FYI, you probably you probably noticed, but I usually stutter during my chat, so I do apologize if I do it a lot and repeat a lot of stuff so i do apologize it's it's a nat natural habit for me okay don't apologize it's you yeah you, babe. Okay. <laughs> okay next message i have a question <laughs> okay no. hi it's just spam <laughs> okay next one no, I don't think so. Lockdown is up on soon. What do you think? I don't know what you're saying. I'm sorry. Let's move on. I am from also from Birmingham. Where are you living in Birmingham? Well, I'm not going to tell you exactly where I'm living. <laughs> I'm sorry. Birmingham is, the, is uh, narrow taken. enough. Yeah. She is taken. Leave her alone. Ava, you work in the um, you work in the hospitality business, right? Now, mm -hmm. I believe you. What kind of business do you work at? I thought it was like a grocery store or a market. I'm not sure. Question mark. Where? What type of work do you do in the hospitality related business? Ah, what a good question, Daniel. Um, mm -hmm. so I work as a recruitment manager for a contract catering business. So, um, we contract out different um hospitality needs, such as um. Uh, business and industry so looking after an office's canteen so we do staff that we manage the staff canteens in a lot of offices um we do schools so we feed children at schools uh hospitals we've, we feed patients and we look after um we do something called portering so that's like taking patients from one place to another um uh we have retail options so we have like little supermarkets like really small corner shop sort of size supermarkets within within either hospitals or within an army barracks or things like that um and we also do like sports and leisure as well so um we look after like Wembley and the O2 and Tottenham Stadium and Aston Villa football ground um so we manage all the hospitality um for those things as well yes I didn't realize okay. that, I didn't realize that your part of recruitment was, was part of hospitality I didn't realize you're going to be working in that field yeah yeah so um I used to work in transportation I used to work for a coach company um mm -hmm. and uh and doing the recruitment for for that so I was hiring coach drivers and customer service assistants for the coach stations um and now i move i've now i've moved on to hospitality which um i really like because i've learned far more about chefs and how what a brigade is like and how a kitchen works than i ever thought i would which has been really really interesting for me yeah i only ask because i i work in i've 
working well I technically still work in hospitality mm -hmm. and it's been mm -hmm. like over 10 years now so yeah mostly was it I've done like I've done being a manager for restaurants I've basically been super a supervisor I've basically been like a general manager and I'm now just like a part-time server because like now I have a business of my own yeah but it's listen you're lucky with your field right now whatever you do don't apply for a job as a as an actual server for a restaurant because that life is exhausting yeah I mean I think hospitality in general whether you're a server customer service assistant um in retail like retail hospitality um in the kitchen as a chef like it's intense it's like mm -hmm. it's practically 24 7 so like mm -hmm. hospitality has a lot of fulfillment in it in terms of like pleasing customers and stuff like that but like it's hard it's hard non-sociable hours so like just be aware of that <laughs> yeah exactly mm. okay one more diddy and let's get into your next subject Follow okay. up, Rio. You have a great day. Ava, you have a wonderful day. I'll probably hopefully see you guys on any shows tonight. Um, God bless everyone, and everyone have a kick-ass, wonderful day. And all the other bohos out there, you have a great day as well. And everyone else, just remember, we're all awesome. Keep on rocking it. Oh, Thanks, thank Daniel. you, Daniel. And I see him a lot in your show, so you know what, Daniel? You get a little follow from me. Hallelujah. My new friend. Oh, Daniel's like <laughs> one of the biggest boho supporters. Oh, that's so adorable. Absolutely adorable. Okay, <laughs> you ready for your next subject? Yeah. Okay, so your next subject was um, a location slash destination that kind of like, shall we say, changed your life? Who uh, Who's become like what's become over now and your choices um i chose greece there wasn't really a location or destination that's really changed me as i've always um sort of stayed in birmingham so if if anything it's it's birmingham because i live here but like i don't notice mm -hmm. there isn't i can't compare what my life was before because i've always been here does that make sense yeah. so uh, i chose greece because it's the country that inspired some of my like projects for school um okay. because I love um I love Greek architecture I love Greek pottery I love um Greek fashion you know like the Grecian style dresses like I was obsessed yeah. mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. like draping and 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 stuff like that um throughout my teenage years um and I did a project at school so I, I studied textiles for um GCSE and A-level and um, I basically got the chance to go to Greece and take pictures myself of inspiration and then recreate those um, in fabric form. Um, so, it, like, it was just it was very inspiring for me because I, I got to see it in person and I got to I got to choose my inspiration pictures from being in person, Aww, taking those pictures. Amazing. So that's what I would say is like a destination that's inspired something for me. And I, you, I love... Have you been to Greece at all? Yeah, I went, I went to Greece to take the pictures. So I've been, I've been a few times. So I've been to Kos, um, to Rhodes, mm -hmm. to... Um, oh, I can't remember. the uh, Crete. Um, 
and I want I definitely want to go to Santorini um at some point in the future as well oh my god I want to go to Santorini as well like every Mm. time I see pictures of people going there like friends I'm just absolutely jealous because like it's just breathtaking you know Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah I want I want to go with Samuel so bad um but it Mm. is expensive so um it's got to be a really nice holiday and he's not key he's not keen on the idea of going to Greece but like I just, I really want to. So I'm trying to convince him. Why would he be keen on the idea of Greece? Because Greece is like an absolutely beautiful, like, kind of like, shall we say like country or islands? I'm going to just call it a country. He's not great at experiencing new things. Um, He has, for some reason, he has uh, preconceptions of practically everything. (laughs) So um, when we went to Mexico, it wasn't really his choice because it was mine. It was mine and my parents' choice. We said, oh, I just want to I want to go to Mexico. Right. Um, uh-huh. And my parents are quite well off. So they could afford like a really nice resort in Mexico. And I was like, can I bring Samuel? And they said, yes. And I said, Samuel, we're going to Mexico. And it was the best holiday that he's ever had. And it's it's full of amazing memories for both of us. Um, and he just wants to go back there because he like he's familiar with that place and um, he knows that he likes it. Um, whereas like when I suggested Greece, he's not he's never been there. So he has like whatever preconception about it and is not really open to it. So I'm hoping it comes around in. In time. <laughs> I was going to say, would you say he's the kind of person who doesn't really like change? Pardon? I was going to say, it sounds like he's the type of person who, that doesn't like doing like much change. No, like, you know, he's very when comfortable. You, when you one... yeah. yeah, go ahead. He's very comfortable in his own space. Um, yeah. And us- usually the things that he he does want to do that are out of his normal zone or familiar familiar out oh, fucking hell, I can't say <laughs> familiar to him. <laughs> I'm gonna say that yeah. instead. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, he uh, wants to do something that I'm I'm definitely not comfortable in. I get a lot of anxiety in new places. I'm happy to go to Santorini just because the beauty of it is outweighing any cons that I can think of. But I dislike yeah. going to new places purely because um I, I, I get anxious. I don't know what to expect. Um, if I could check out the hotel beforehand and the surrounding area to make sure that it was something that I liked, then I would. But um, I, I've got to let go in, in some cases. But uh, he wants to go to, like, uh, I think it's China or Japan. I can't remember which one. But I'm like, mm-hmm. that just scares the shit out of me because it's just, it just so crowded and I, I won't like the food. And I don't really want i there's nothing in japan or china that i want to see so like we're, we're yeah we're going head, to you, head. Wasn't it? are <laughs> you are you would you say you like living like shall we say a limited life if that makes sense i think so this i think it depends like i've never wanted to go to new york until lacy <laughs> said i don't live far from new york and i'm familiar with new york and therefore now I'm going, I would go, I would, I would totally go to New York if, if Lacey was coming too. 
because there's a familiarity there and I, I trust her and I know that like I can just relax and she can take me where I need to go if I'm getting yeah. too anxious you know but can I was that can I just uh give you a bit of comfort but in my in my suggestion no offense to Lacey because I love Lacey uh, absolute bits but knowing you more of a person nowadays I feel like you you would be more comfortable being in New York because I feel like you're that type of girl who would enjoy being in New York even without any help of any person you know I feel like you would enjoy it as a holiday I, That's just I me really being. I really I I really don't think I would I I I don't want to go if she's not going with me um I don't how about Samuel as much as I love him on a on a on a trip he's a bit like oh no worries like we'll just figure it out and it never it it doesn't work out like you know we get lost or whatever it is and then it's me getting stressed out and anxious and having to sort this shit out and I don't want that I don't want to do that Mm -hmm. so I'm I'm I I will not go to New York unless I go with Lacey (laughs) Lacey, Sorry. you're hearing this. She is your best <laughs> friend and she wants you to take her to New York. Okay. It's final. It's absolutely final. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because I'm, like, into- I'm only going to New York mm-hmm. to hang out with her. Wherever I am, we could, me and Lacey could end up in the slums of, I don't know, uh, I don't know, a, a slum somewhere. And it would be mm-hmm. like I would feel comfortable about it because we've got each other, and I know that I'll have an amazing time, whatever happens. I was gonna say, listen, if you if you ever go to New York at some point, let me know because my best friend's there. So it, for me, it makes sense for me to go there as like like two reasons for was it for her and um, for other people, but as well to meet you, you and Lacey. But I can meet yeah. in London anyway, whenever, if that was a possibility. Mm-hmm. But with Lacey, it'll probably be your first time. So if you guys ever go to New York together, let me know. Hit me up. I'll, I'll probably jam with you guys if you allow me. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Thanks, Paolo. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's play a few more ditties and let's get into the next subject. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Uh, honestly... Uh, I do not give a, a shit. No one gives then a shit leave. about you. Well. Then, then leave and not leave a horrible comment. Find no, find he, chat he, he you want to contribute to. Yeah, Ava, he's just a petty fucker. Like, mm-hmm. no. Anyways, let's get into our next subject. So, yeah. next subject I asked you is what piece of music has inspired you? And basically, this is could be either a full album, it could be just a, a song, it could be um, an EP, or it could be a, like a mixtape or a greatest hits uh-huh. or whatever. Uh, you chose. I chose um, Michael McCormick's The Black Parade album. Um, yeah. It was a time when I wasn't really feeling like I f- fit in anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. And. Um, I didn't resonate with the music. I just liked the way it sounded, you know? So it wasn't the mm-hmm. lyrics that got to me or anything like that. It was just, I found it really catchy and I was listening to it on a CD um, 
it was I had the CD and I um, carried it around in my Walkman everywhere. Um, and it got it, it then opened my eyes to other people that were in my class at the time to people that liked that type of music and that sort of gave me confidence um to to hang out with other people because I'm an only child so I always found it difficult to socialize because mm -hmm. I'm not I haven't got a backup plan of like oh well if if I don't make any friends it's okay because I'll have my sister or brother to hang out with when I get home like I was alone mm -hmm. when I was home and I was in the middle of nowhere as well so my, my parents live in the countryside and there was no buses. There's no way of me getting anywhere without asking my parents. And a lot of my friends' parents didn't drive, so they couldn't get to me. So I was very alone. And um, having that album then just gave me a conversation to create with other people that also liked that type of music and got me out on the weekends. Like I was, I was going into the centre of Birmingham and hanging out with all these other emos. And I was fucking loving it. Um, and it sort of influenced my music and my style from then on as well. Because um, mm -hmm. I was a bit of a tomboy. And I enjoyed being a tomboy. Um, so wearing, getting to wear skinny jeans and dyeing my hair black and wearing big hoodies just like was totally my jam. I, I was really comfortable mm -hmm. in that. I was going to say the album came out on October 20th, 2006. So at what age were you uh, when this album came out, really? Um, so I would have been 13. 13. So mm -hmm. you, you, would you say you're basically going through what other um, teenagers who are basically going through the start of puberty, the same situation as you? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. We all just wanted, we all just wanted to be around people, you know? Um, I think we we all had something in common, like a band or the the way that we dressed, and it was sort of like if you saw another emo on the street, you'd be like, "Oh, hi, yeah, you're right," like because you felt comfortable around that group of people, um, and you could see it from the get go, you know. Um, and even mm -hmm. to to this day, like meeting Mrs. Mucky, like she was a big fan of like Michael Michael Romance and stuff, and she said, "Oh, I've got this, I've got this hoodie from this album," and I said, "Oh, I've got this hoodie from this album," and you know, like it just still brings me together with people, uh, even when I'm 28. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And is there like, is there any favorite songs from the album that you like to give a special shout out to and explain why it's your like favorites? I mean, I love all of them. Like, I love the entire album. I think um, what what really. So at Christmas, my parents revealed something to me that really like tickled me because like it showed that I had an influence on them as well. So they yeah. they said they were doing an online quiz. So this was at Christmas when they came around to my house. They said, "Oh, I was doing an online quiz the other day, and um, uh, the question was, um, who who which band uh created the Black Parade album." And they were like, oh, my God, that's my chemical romance. We know something. We know something because Ava was obsessed with it. And then, like, we started putting on songs from the album. And my mom and dad, like, remembered the lyrics somehow because I was playing it so much. So, it, like, I couldn't pick one song. I think Famous Last Words is a really good one. Um, mm -hmm. 
but also Black Parade itself. Like it brings people together. It's it kind of reminds me of Bohemian Rhapsody a little bit, purely just because like it goes into different. Um, because it's like a gothic opera kind of album. album. It's yeah. like very artistic. It is. It is. It's 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 brilliant. Um, yeah. and it just it just tells a story and uh, everyone will get up and sing the lyrics to it and, and and knows that one. So yeah, I'd say I'd say the Black Parade or Famous Last Words. No, I remember this album like when it first came out. I'm was it I'm gonna apologize because like I remember listening to the album, but I remember just like figuring the album like later on on live. But I do remember like because like when you gave me your answers, I went on to research the album quickly again. And I remember the number one song that I would have stuck in my head back in the day would have been Teenagers. The Teenagers was my jam back in the day. And just like, just the vibe of that song is just like rebellious. And it, it just has this chant. And it's just like, it's just got like hoodlum school rebellious vibes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. It is. It's and- brilliant. Um, before we get into the next subject and next ditties, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about from the album? Uh, only that, like, um, teenagers, the, the song Teenagers really annoys me now just because my parents, like, sing it all the time because it, it, the mm. lyrics are, um, teenagers scare the living shit out of me. They could kill us as long as someone will bleed. So darken your clothes, I'll strike a violent pose. Maybe they'll leave you alone, but not me. My mum and dad just sort of bum off it and it just pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing, though. This is the thing. Maybe the Americans wouldn't have known that like specific song from the album because it actually, believe it or not, according to Wikipedia, it wasn't that popular with the Americans. No. But for the British, for the British, we soaked that we soaked that song up and we yeah. basically made a double um uh, not double platinum platinum and it just became like um probably the song of the summer because it came out in july 9th you know yeah yeah definitely <laughs> okay let's play some more ditties because they're piling up and uh, let's get into the next subject slurp oh. slurp tea time slurp 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 hi hey, hi Mickey. mr Mucky. Slap, slap, slap. Yes, welcome to tea time. Yes, Mr. Mucky. Anyone who doesn't know Mr. Mucky, he does so much for the community and he defends every single bitch on stereo. So give this guy, my guy, Mr. Mucky, a follow, okay? Because that bitch deserves a fucking follow, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay, next. Were you a Gerard, Mikey, or Frank girl? Darling, who was yours? Who was the cutest oh, in my comedy oh, romance? Frankie. Frankie. Oh, oh. Frankie? Really? Okay. Well, Mrs. Mucky, I've changed my opinion about you now. No, mine was always Jared Way. Like, I fucking loved him, especially when he had short blonde hair. Like, don't know what it was about him. I just really liked him. Um, <laughs> Ooh, and then, the I, don't shame, would, I don't think anyone would go for. I think it was Frank. 
the the, mm-hmm. the other guy. But um, anyway, um, or Ray. Ray's ringing a bell. Anyway, um, and Gerard Way. Actually, I, I don't know if anyone knows this, but um, you know the Umbrella Acad- Academy um TV series. Yeah. Um, that's actually that was based off a comic from Gerard Way that he created. Um, I'm I'm loving that even more, and I'm watching all the interviews with Gerard Way as well. <laughs> Lovely. Okay, let's get into the next ditty. Mm-hmm. Because the drugs never work, they're gonna give you a smirk. Cause they got methods of keeping you clean. They're gonna rip up your heads, your aspirations to shreds. Another cog in the murder machine. They said all teenagers scared the living shit out of me. They could care less as long as someone will bleed. So dock in your clothes or strike a violent pose. Maybe they'll leave you alone, but not me. Yeah. Uh, give it up for Lacey. Love that. <laughs> Spicy level, yes. <laughs> okay, next ditty. He said, son, when you grow up, will you be the savior of our city? The beaten and the damned. Yes! This is the only song that I like from that album, though. I'm sorry. I wasn't an MCR kid. I went elsewhere. But yes, Ava, the emo kid vibe. It's like a bus driver high high five kind of thing, isn't it? It's like a bus driver. All the bus drivers wave at each other. <laughs> yes. No, yes. It's like, yeah, if um, if you go past the bus driver, they'll always wave to the next, the other bus driver because, like, it's like a mutual, like, like we're bus drivers, right? So, like, I'm mm-hmm. giving you mutual respect. Um, so it's the same with emo people, like elder emos, apparently we're called now. Um, <laughs> anyone over the age elder of like emos is even a thing, yeah, apparently so. So, Emma, um, who's one of our boho supporters, um, she said on TikTok they're calling anyone sort of over the age of 21 that likes emo music an elder emo, and I'm totally for that, like, I can accept that. <laughs> I'll be an elder, I love emo. that. <laughs> I love how people are just creating new trends. By the way, it's just I love it. I know. I think bring back uh, the emo phase. I would totally Jenna. dye my hair black again and um, have a swooping fringe. I mean, I feel like everyone's lived the emo life at least once in their lives. You know, especially when you go through puberty, like around like twelve or thirteen years old. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think. I think it has affected, like, having an emo fringe has actually physically affected me because I feel like I've the, the eye that I didn't have covered up was more exposed to the sun and therefore I've got more wrinkles on that side. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need to check my face I more now because that used to be me. You, you seen a picture of me. I look like Justin Bieber back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah, because I like used to cover too? my eyes as well. But I need to check my eyes now that you talk about it. Like, Jesus. Nah, you got me like you got me anxious now. <laughs> 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 but, 
Also, <laughs> shout out to Bex, by the way. Thanks for coming and joining us in Thanks, tea time. Bex. We love you, Bex. And yeah. if anyone doesn't know Bex, Bex is a fabulous darling and a friend of ours. And you have to go and follow Bex because she's absolutely fabulous. She's the one of the owners of the Bay Tree all the way in New York. Uh, was it New York? I can't talk. All the way in York in the UK. Yeah. So mm-hmm. go and check her out. She's absolutely fabulous. Okay. Next. Morse code. <laughs> I think he's trying to figure out how to use the mic, you know. Okay, next one. Blink twice. Um, but, for um, I'm a little bit older than you, so three cheers for sweet revenge was my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can't say favorite. was also a very important one in my life, especially. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Yes. Lacey actually has a nice singing voice, you know that. She does. She doesn't do herself like she 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 doesn't uh, recognize that she's got a nice voice. People compliment her on her voice, and she says she doesn't have a good voice, but you do. Accept it, babe. We love you, and we Lacey. Love you I'm telling you, it's officially spicy, honey. You are the <laughs> spice. You have the voice. You go out there and sing your little heart out, darling. <laughs> yeah okay let's play the next ditty oh my god oh my god oh hey my god i just bugged you bye bitch <laughs> i love that song teenagers couldn't get enough of it when i was younger i know <laughs> yeah looks like everyone remembers that song i love it yeah. if we all like the same people we'd all be fighting over them so you're taking the ugly one is what she's no, saying but- Hi, Chloe. Hi, Mucky. Am I your Frank? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. If, if, if in your friends group, you both like the same band member, it wasn't going to work out, okay? Um, so, uh, for, for example, in McFly, I was always one after Tom, whereas my friend was always after Danny. So we had a mutual agreement. You know, she can have mm-hmm. Danny. I have Tom. There was no, there was no crims about it, no quarrels, except for when the question was, who is the hottest band member of McFly? Um, so um, the fact that um, uh, Mrs. Mucky Chloe likes another member of the band, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down for that because, like, she can have him, and I can have Jared Way. And we're both happy. Well, at the end of the day, it's like it's even then, it's even. So you you have your man, she gonna have her man, you know, at the end of the day it's very fair, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. okay, next ditty. Sometimes I get the feeling she's watching over watching me. And other times I feel like I should go. Through it all the rise and fall, the bodies in the streets. And when you're gone, we want you all to know. I won't carry on. <laughs> yes. She just gave us a little acoustic moment. Yes. Acapella. So I, just, I just want to do a My Chemical Romance karaoke party. Can we make this happen? Jace, Mrs. Mucky, Bex. Like, let's, let's fucking do it. Okay. <laughs> 
I want to be involved. Get me involved. Oh, I'll, I'll Paolo, be, of course. You've got an invite. Of course. I'll just be, I'll just be, was it? I'll just be that friend who's like probably really, really drunk, uh, drunk. probably like the Karen from um, Grace and Will. Will and Grace, sorry. <laughs> and just like get drunk in the corner whilst you guys are like singing a little while it's not, you know. <laughs> you be like, I like this song. And then you don't know any of the lyrics. <laughs> and by the time I get seriously drunk, you'll just come up to me and like, Paolo, what did I tell you? The freaking was it a freaking wine box is not apple juice or juice box, okay? <laughs> It'd be very that. Okay, let's play the next ditty. Anyone on TikTok yeah. can fuck off. That is all. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people on TikTok, but he just like cussed them out. Okay, but I don't yeah. care. I love it. Let's be real as well. Emo was the campus phrase phase ever. Yeah, skinny jeans, yeah, phrase, yeah, straightening, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like it was totally acceptable for men to wear um, nail varnish and like bracelets and dye their hair and wear a bit of makeup. Like it was very um, uh, diverse and and uh, inclusive, you know. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And you couldn't was it you couldn't say shit to nobody because like at the end of the day they couldn't cuss you out for being like a fag or something like that. Like I can say fag because I'm a homosexual by the way. But this is the this is the situation when it came to like nail varnish and like wearing eyeliner and just like dressing emo and everything, people wouldn't cuss you out for being a homo or something like that. They would just un- would understand because they've been in that phrase, if that makes sense. Cause like yeah, I feel like and- every single person, who, like like when they were growing up, of maybe would have been going through that phase as well, you know. Yeah, and to me, as a thirteen-year-old in that community, because I went to a, a, an all-girls high school, so I wasn't around mm-hmm. a lot except for when I was hanging out with emo boys, like at, at weekends. And honestly, I couldn't tell if they were gay, straight, whatever. A lot of them were bisexual, I think. Um, yeah, and. Uh, and so it didn't matter you couldn't pick the straight from the gay or anything like that so it was like we just accepted whoever they were mm-hmm. you know and I love that mm-hmm. about that I love it uh, let's play a few more ditties and let's try and get it back to zero and go to the next subject the poor recovery of being an emo kid especially if you went into like the scene phase as well and you teased your hair I had big hair I've got big hair now natural but when I dyed it black my gosh I had a beehive like Amy Winehouse but I don't know if it's the same for you Ava you've got thinning on one side of the hair um, on the parting and your hair naturally wants to go back to the emo style because it's so thick on one side Bex, to- to- totally, for sure. Mm-hmm. I've had to, last like two years. I've tried to work with a middle parting to be able to uh, grow back my 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 small side, so the side that doesn't have the fringe on it, because it was it, it was thinning out so much. Because I just I loved having a side parting, but it wasn't as deep as it was when I was emo. Um, I'd have to clip it in place to get it to stay, or use lots of hairspray. But, um, yeah, I totally get where you're coming from, Bex. <laughs> I was going to say, didn't, like, didn't a lot of girls back in the day wanted to try out the beehive that Amy Winehouse was doing, you know? I 
I don't remember it being the same as Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse's was teased to shit, then put into <laughs> some sort of um, oblong um, on top of her head. Whereas, like, we just teased it and let it go, stay in place as as teased, if that makes sense. So we weren't mm. then tight shake. We would just tease the fuck out of it. Yeah, because I remember back in my emo days, I'm doing this was it with um, exclamation marks. Uh, emo days. Um, I would okay. usually because I usually had like full of hair. I would always tease my hair, and I would always hairspray it. And like sometimes I'll put like wax or like gel, just to like just to just make it bushy in a way, make it more of a, like a tumbleweed kind of situation. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. But you'd always have like the the fringe bit straight. Mm -hmm. like, you straight, would tease, yeah. barely tease the fringe. You would leave a, at least a small section of fringe that was like greased against your face. Yeah, either either the bang fringe or it would be the side fringe where it covers one eye. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And headbands, headbands, headbands were so in. You'd tease the fuck yeah. out of your hair, then put a band or a bow in it, and it'd be good to go. There would all, always be those girls also like trying to make it cutesy in a way because they would always like put so many pins on one side and like they would put like a streak of color in the other with their like with their hair basically on the other side. Yeah, my mom. Those... I had to box dye my hair black, um, so my mom wouldn't take. I really wanted like a blonde fringe, um, yeah, like, a blonde streak in my hair, but like. I knew it wasn't going to go well myself and I wasn't prepared to ruin my hair. So um, mm. I never did it, but um, I, I always wished that that would happen. My mum never took me to the hairdresser to get my hair dyed. It's only, it only since I was an adult earning my own money that I actually got my hair dyed by a professional. <laughs> I mean, what's better, doing it by the box or by doing it by the hairdresser? I think the hairdresser. <laughs> they can look at your hair. <laughs> 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 okay, next city. The Bay Tree in New York, Yarth Queen. <laughs> in New York. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I did New York by mistake. Yeah, I I then said York in within the UK. That's what I said after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're is all putting um, my chemical romance memes on our chat on Discord. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> yeah. <I'm loving> it. <laughs> okay. Next city. Emo quiz coming this Friday, Friday, Friday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> and as well, if nobody knows, I'm doing on Friday. Marky, you might might want to check my time. By the way, I'm doing um snatch game, the first ever inter uh, interactive. Uh, RuPaul inspired snatch game like exclusively on stereo with Mrs. Mucky, aka Chloe McClowface, uh, yeah. otherwise you know, just Chloe. <laughs> and I'll be this Friday if anyone wants to join, she'll be at 10 30. And the rule is uh -huh. rules of the game is to basically impersonate a celebrity with on the voice notes and just answer the question, but just bring in a stupid, uh, stupid answer, really. Yeah. Oh, and I can't wait for that. Um, me and Lacey have got a show at 11.30, so I'll only be able to get be there for an hour, Paolo. I'm sorry. Um, mm. But, yeah, me and me and Lacey have got the Tonight Show, which we just do, like, 
four different segments of like fun and games that are based off like Jimmy Fallon's show. So we do like hashtags. I mean, I can, like I, mean I can always change the time earlier, make it ten or nine thirty, if that makes well, sense for you. Well, well, we'll talk on Discord after because like it would be great if like it could be one person's show, then the next person's, then the next person's. Like mm-hmm. it would just, it, I think it would work out better purely because it's hard when we're all stuck between different shows. Um, as, yeah, and especially true. when I want to, like if Mucky's show at the same time as yours or halfway between mine and Lacey's, like I want to be involved in both of your shows. So, um, <laughs> you know, I want to yeah. take part. I want to be there for the full two hours. The was it the struggle life on stereo now? It, like this is this is our lives, Ava. Now <laughs> I know, I know. It is. It's it's really difficult. Like. Um, we want to we want to do as many shows as possible and 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 stuff like that. But we also want to support each other. But it's really difficult when we've all got fucking shows on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One more ditty, and let's get into the next topic. You totally left out clove cigarettes, um, vans, and hmm, finger rings. There you go. <laughs> well, um, I don't know what clove cigarettes are. Um, I I didn't smoke as a teenager. Well, I I started smoking mm-hmm. when I was seventeen, which was out my emo phase by then. Um, no. But uh, what what did he say in the middle? He said, uh, "Clove cigarettes." He said, "He said rings." Uh, yeah, I remember the ring. Oh, Vans. He said Vans. I was more of a Converse girl back then. I always wore Converse. Um, I used now to wear Converse I... as well. Yeah, uh, but now I wear Vans constantly. Um, so I, I'm the sort of person... I've got bad feet, so I can't be in heels. Um, so, uh, But Vans are my staple. So um, I will wear a beautiful dress um, with Vans. <laughs> but <laughs> like, like, like every, everyone's different. Everyone's going to be wearing like different styles when they're like going yeah. through an email phase, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, let's get into the next subject. Okay, so the next subject, number four, was what piece of TV series slash film has inspired you as Ava? And your um, choice was? Um, so I put Harry Potter and Friends. Um, okay. Purely because, um, I I mean, I didn't, I don't find that the, they haven't made, I don't think they've made me who I am. I was talking about this with Samuel earlier and he was like, oh no, Harry Potter's definitely had an impact in your life. And I was like, I mean, yes and no. I mean, I love Harry Potter and I've got a lot of memorabilia of Harry Potter, but I don't necessarily, mm-hmm. it's made me the person that I am today because it hasn't had, I mean, if I became a witch, like, yeah, I, I think it would, <laughs> I think it would have been, uh, something that made me a witch but uh I'm not so it was difficult choosing that just because I haven't I haven't found that it's like changed me as a person but again with the the type of music it's just introduced me to people like that also love those things and it's 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 helped me make bonds with people quicker um you know uh Lacey's a massive fan of Harry Potter and we've actually sent like different Harry Potter things to each other in the post already um and I had a Harry Potter quiz night for my birthday on Zoom um which Lacey was involved in and a a couple of my other friends as well um so you know 
it, it it's brought it, it's a commonality within my friends that they like Harry Potter a lot as well. So Love that. yeah. And I love um, to friends. Before I even ask, I'm a Hufflepuff. Um, yeah. What are you? I'm also a Hufflepuff. Yes, come on, yes. three Hufflepuff. Yeah. And what is Lacey? What's Lacey? Lacey's a Ravenclaw. Oh. I believe, um, I believe Mucky is a Ravenclaw as well, and Chloe is a Hufflepuff, I think. But please correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, guys. Um, but I, I think they they were the same as us potentially. Um, but yeah. I was also a Ravenclaw. You know what? It's actually funny. I actually, I'm, I'm not sure if I know anyone who's actually a Gryffindor, to be honest, like in my friend circle, because mm-hmm. they always say Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff or Slytherin, but like no one says Gryffindor. And I'm just like thinking, I thought Gryffindor would be like the number one choice for amongst people, you know? Yeah. Um, I think, um, I think Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw are the more common ones. Um, but I do know a couple. I, I do know a few Gryffindors. Um, don't know many Slytherins, but um, I took the uh, me and Lacey have taken the test many times, and in one one time in our lives, we were just feeling very uh, straightforward and in a different type of mood, and we got Slytherin on one of our goes each. So um, I think we're all a mix of different things. I think it. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on your mood when you take the the test <laughs> yeah and was there another question about the subject i'm so curious because like i still remember to this day like my first experience of watching philosopher's stone like the first one so do you remember like your very first time watching the series like for the first time like the first movie do you know where I... you were do you know what year or do you know any memory of this no, I, I, I don't, unfortunately. Um, I do remember where I was and who I was with and the sort of situation for the Chamber of Secrets. Um, yeah. I, I, was at, I went to the cinema to watch it. My nan was there, my mum and dad, um, and we were the only seats available. Um, we're at, right at the front. So it was like the screen was on top of us and we had our necks like hitch back yeah, and like I to watch it. No, no one likes the front seats at all no not at all but it was packed so i i remember that but i yeah. don't remember where unfortunately i don't remember where i was um no, let me see if i can try it and um let me see if i can try and refresh your memory quickly so yeah. give me one second so the first movie came out in the uk was around 16th of November 2001. Do you remember mm-hmm. where you were at this time? Like around uh, the, like 2001 November? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was what? Eight, uh, eight years old? I, yeah. I was eight years old at the time. I don't have a lot of memories of like being that young, unfortunately. So, um, but I do remember I was I listened to the audio books that were um, voiced by Stephen Fry. Um, when okay. the, I think I think it was the first four, they were all out on audio book on tape on a cassette tape, and I used mm-hmm. to listen to them every single night before I went to bed. Every single night. 
And did you read the books before you even watched the movie when it first came out? Uh, I don't think so. I think I watched the film, then got the audio books, then um, was catching up on the books before the films came out. So uh, for the last two books, so for The Deathly Hallows and The Half-Blood Prince, um, yeah. I, I, as soon as the book came out, I was reading the book. Nice. Mm-hmm. So basically, it just all started with the movies, really, didn't it? Yeah, I think it did. I think I'm a very visual person. I've never been that that too into books. So once I could, um, it was same with Twilight. Um, I didn't mm. read Twilight until after I'd seen the film. Yeah, I was gonna say because it's like it's a whole franchise, and I, I was there when I asked you just pick one movie. You just said Harry Potter and Friends. I was like, okay, she's gonna talk about the franchise, which I love discussing Harry Potter because it's like I am a, quite a big fan as well. But I know you're going to probably say it's going to be hard to choose from, but do you have a specific uh, film in a franchise that you really like have a soft spot for? Uh, yes. Um, so uh, a, lot of, a, a lot of people that like Harry Potter, um, I find have the same opinion of me that the third film is one of the best. Um, Prisoner of the third Azkaban. film is, is my personal favourite, The Prisoner of Azkaban. It it gets dark. The acting is a lot better. It's yeah. funny. Um, it's um, mysterious. There's time travel in it. There's like we're introduced to some of my favorite characters in that film, like um, Sirius Black and and Remus Lupin and Tonks. Um, oh no, mm-hmm. I don't think Tonks was in that one. Um, but anyway, uh, like and the night bus and like oh, it's just got so many elements to it that I I absolutely love. Like, yeah. So the third one is always a, a, f- a firm favourite for me. I really love the third one as well. I actually, was it? Actually, just to be a little bit of a geek, I recently finished uh, Prison of Azkaban on PlayStation 2 on the first lockdown last year. So I was like dead proud to finally finish the game because I never finished that game on the PS2 probably like, probably like for 13, 14 years now. So I achieved mm-hmm. something that I never achieved years ago. Yes. <laughs> so that's a bit funny. Okay, let's yeah. play these ditties. On um, non-uniform day, Ava, did you used to get the shit ripped into you because of what you chose? Um, as an emo kid, a lot of the time being at school, when you when in England we had non-uniform day, which was always like either a charity day um red nose day etc etc you you get on the bus and people would just laugh at you did you ever have that um no because my friends sort of dressed the same as me um i i I only remember once that i was sort of made fun of for what i was wearing and i'd gone a bit brave and bought some uh bright green skinny jeans with black stars on them and they did mm. nothing for my shape whatsoever. It was it, it looked awful, um, and they were very tight, um, and I felt very uncomfortable in them. But I thought it was the best. I spent like sixty pounds on these fucking jeans. Um, so, uh, but I did get take the myth out of for those jeans in particular because they were very out there. <laughs> Speaking of jeans, 
like in uh, what's going on with my phone? Speaking of jeans, I remember I don't know about you, but were you not that emo kid where you just have to like beg your mum to give you like a few more pounds, like twenty extra pounds, just to get like that specific skinny ass jeans, just because you just wanted to have that moment of glory, just be like, yep. I'm officially an emo kid, guys. Like, look at me. Look at me. I'm like the emo kid. Um, not really. Um, I had an allowance which was sixty pounds a month, which I think is a pretty good allowance from what I've heard. Apparently, mm-hmm. uh, my mum, my mum didn't make me do any chores or anything, so um, I was a bit spoiled in that sense. So I earned my allowance, whatever happened. Um, so it would just be up to me to manage my money to be able to afford the things that I wanted. I mean, sometimes, like, I remember my mom taking me to fucking, like, if if I wanted clothes or needed clothes or my mom wanted to, quote unquote, spoil me. Yeah. Um, she would take me to Matalan. So. Matalan, of all places, Matalan. I know. <laughs> I don't know what. What her obsession was with fucking Matalan. What like, is this? Matalan, are you fucking serious? It's fucking awful. So, like, I, I'd come out of there and I'm in fucking Matalan jet clothes. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Matalan, I'm I mean... fucking bed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um, it meant that, you know, no one else was... Um, no one else was going to Matalan for their clothes. You know how, like, everyone was practically dressed the same because everyone fucking shopped at New Look and Primark and yeah. Dorothy Perkins. Like, it meant that, like, I, like, I wouldn't admit where my clothes were from, but, like, it meant that no one else was in the clothes that I was wearing because <laughs> no one fucking shopped at Matalan. <laughs> so I had I'm to pick very carefully. And, oh, it's awful. Really bad. <laughs> And as well, can I just give a big shout out to um, Bex because I'm looking at this comment on um, Discord and she wrote, I was the only emo in the village and that fucking gagged me. I was just like, oh, okay, come on, David, from Little Britain. <laughs> I'm the <laughs> only gay in the village. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's play this next ditty. Yes, um, I'm a French uh, people and um, à la recherche du bonheur. Uh... Bonsoir, ça va? Bonsoir. Comment tu te parles? I know that, uh, what's that? Je parle français. Just like, oui. <laughs> I just know a little French. I'm still learning. Okay, next ditty. The name is Omar Sy. Uh, he's a French actor, and um, yeah, and he do stand up too. He was doing stand up before he make um, movies. I love how she just answered my question for the first. I'm from for the first time, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, Amasi. Glad you have joined us for tea time. Next, Diddy. Yeah. 60 pounds on jeans, Ava. Okay? Like, now, I know that the translation between pounds and American currency is, like, that's more American money. So, if I'm spending $60 on a pair of jeans, they better fucking 
play music or something or have built-in heaters or what. But if it's just straight cloth without pockets, and that's the other thing. Women get, get jeans without pockets, and they spend so much money. Like, you might as well get a pocket out of the deal. This is ridiculous. 60 pounds. Oh, my God. Ava. 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 I'm sure your ass looks great. Like, it, you don't need <laughs> jeans or specific yeah. style of jeans to, to make your ass look good. All right? No matter what, you look good. Listen. Listen, Big Bear. I get what you're saying. 60 pounds on jeans is a lot of money. But my clothes were from fucking Matalan. I like. I needed a statement piece. I swear to God, when I bought these fucking jeans, I thought these are the jeans I'm gonna wear for the rest of my life. Um, and then the more I wore them, the more that I hated them. So, um, total waste of money. But um, like, it was going with like a pound for. Uh, it was going with a top that cost like two pounds from Matalan. So I needed something in my wardrobe that cost more than two pounds. <laughs> it had to be 60. <laughs> and it had to be 60 pounds. It was from the Oasis market. It was from the emo market, right? I was like, it was my first pair of jeans the from there. Emo and I didn't market. buy any. Wow. Okay. Going Ava. forward, I didn't, I didn't buy any jeans from there ever again. My jeans were from Matalan or New Look. Like, I just wore black, plain, skinny jeans going forward. Um, so... Yeah, because if you also think about it, Primark back then for us wasn't a thing until we were, like, what? Until we were, like, 15, 16? Then it came out in the UK. Yeah, exactly. So if you if you think about it, the Matalan was our Primark back then. I mean, Primark back then... Either way, it's, it's it wasn't I'm emo. Sure it, it was, it was far. T- it, Primark was like far too chavvy back then for me. <laughs> I remember, yeah, yeah. Okay, next today. Okay, where's the fun? I just sent you guys uh, favorites, but not favorites. Fucking follows, because <laughs> you guys seem pretty chill. Like. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> bit of jokes, a bit of banter, talk about Matalan, fucking absolutely balling. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. He knows all, all about Matalan, and he does, probably. Also, can I just give a, sh- a shout out to B- um, Big Bear Radio, because I totally forgot to give him a shout out. Everyone, go follow Big Bear Radio. He's absolutely fabulous. He's going to be one of my guests for tea time soon, around March time. So I'm looking forward to that. And also, can I just say, Big Bear, I've never said this before. And, like, don't take this, like, sexually or offensively or whatever you may take this. But you have a very sexy voice. I have to say that. He does. He does. Very sexy voice. (laughs) (laughs) I love how he's just reacting. It's like, thank you. Thank you. I know. I know. I've got a I show can... with Big Bear coming up too. Um, we've got uh, we're talking nerd talk on the twenty fourth at uh, ten pm uh, at UK time GMT um, because uh, I, I I went into one of his Harry Potter chats um, yeah. and I fucking schooled him 
Um, <laughs> so funny. So he was, he took a fucking BuzzFeed quiz to find out which house he was in. And I was like, no, no, I don't know who you are. I haven't met you yet, but I'm not taking mm-hmm. this. You cannot do this. Um, you cannot, <laughs> you cannot judge your house from a fucking BuzzFeed quiz. You need to go on to the Wizarding World website and take it there. And you can also <laughs> take one to find out your Patronus and find out which wand you've got. Um, and he was doing it live on stereo, him and um, his friend Dan. Um, yeah. And it was just fucking hilarious. And I was give- I was like commenting in the whole time, just going, no, you're incorrect. It doesn't work like that. It works like this. <laughs> Did you know that Ginny is now th- working as this? <laughs> just fucking trolling him. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Also, can I just give a... Was it... <clears throat> allow the audience to know that Big Bear does have a fabulous show with um, Claudia uh, always. So they do talent shows on stereo guys. So if you have a talent um, check out Big Bear Radio. He does talent shows with my gal Claudia. So give them a big follow. And guys like listen if you're one of my friends I'm going to promote you absolutely. Okay. I'm promote- I promote Ava with the bohos Big Bear Radio with the talent show. And whenever these guys talk with me, I, I do was it, I do appreciate them giving me support back by just giving me a shout out of my shows as well. So I do appreciate it myself. And yeah. I love you guys, you know. <laughs> okay. We love you too. We love you Thank too. You. <laughs> let's play a few more ditties and let's get into the next subject. What do you do if your penis gets ripped off in a fan? None of your business because my penis is not for sale. Not for you, bitch. Buy a new I had one. to put my dog down today. I shot him and he bled all over the carpet. No, mute this person. Come on. It's, no, it's not appropriate. <laughs> He's like clapping with his reaction. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no worry. He's gone anyway. Anyways, so are you ready for your last subject, my love? Yes. Okay, so usually what I ask the guests when they come to tea time is on the fifth subject, I allow you guys to give a wild, a wild card subject. So what wild card subject would you like to discuss before we end um, this um, live episode, really? Um, I can't remember what what I said to be honest. I think it was I think it was Harry end. Potter. Oh, it's friends. It yes, it was friends because <laughs> we've already <laughs> talked about Harry Potter quite a lot. But um, yeah, I I mean I'm not quite sure what to talk about with friends. This is the this is the issue. I love friends, but like I can't really talk about it with anyone because it's just it's just quoting the show. I love doing quizzes on friends. Like, yeah. um, uh, Lacey does a show called Surprise Trivia, and yeah. um, she she got some of the hardest friends questions, and I got them all right. Um, and I I, I love <laughs> being able to re- relive that knowledge somehow. Um, mm-hmm. And I I listen to it every night before I go to bed. Like Friends is on to to get me to sleep because it's such a comforting thing for me. Um, mm-hmm. So I just I don't I don't resonate with it in any way, you know. As, as life goes by, there's things that I'm like, oh, like rela- more relationship wise. But like I don't have a friends group like that, so I can't relate in terms of a 
friendship. Um, oh, babe, friendship listen, you know, you know how popular Friends is amongst like people around the world. Like, yeah, Friends, Friends is like uh, a, shall we say, like a cult, uh, a cult. How do you call it? Cult something? No, cult classic, kind of like cult classic. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, so everyone knows about it. Everyone knows the sitcom. I mean, I've read, was it, I don't know if this would make sense, but I read an article recently that says if Friends was to be made today in modern society, it wouldn't be the same as it was originally back in no. the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Do you, In your opinion, do you know why would that be? I think it wasn't very, very diverse. Mm-hmm. Like I think I think that was the main issue. Um, it just it it just wasn't massively diverse mm-hmm. um, in terms of culture, uh, in terms of race. Um, they made a lot of sort of gay jokes, um, and you know, as it uh, it's it's hard because. It, I I still enjoy watching it, but like it it need it need to change to be able yeah. to be more relatable in this sort of um, era. Um, yeah, and that's the one thing that I don't like about Friends. But like I feel like you know, it's I find I can look past it just a little bit because it was in the past. Does that make yeah, sense? Absolutely. If a show came out like if a show like that came out now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be watching it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I was. I. I totally get. Was that I totally get. Like how you, how it's. It can't be explained, and I totally mm-hmm. get. Like the question could be a little bit difficult to answer. I do understand. Uh, I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with still watching it and still appreciating it because, like, it has gay jokes. It wasn't diverse enough because, like, back then, listen, it was. This happened late in the. Sorry. It happened back in the late nineties, and mm-hmm. it can't be it can't be reversed. At the end of the day, if it came out, it's going to be shown to the public. Everyone's witnessed it, and everyone's just going to remember it because, like, any day, it it is one. It's one of those things where it was brilliantly brilliantly produced back then, and it was like a phenomenal for all. So I do I do understand what you're talking about and I do understand why you would be a fan of it. I mean, I'm quite surprised I'm quite surprised that you don't have much was it friend and like friends who appreciate friends really. Um I have friends that appreciate friends. I I it's just I cannot relate to the friendships that are in friends because I don't live I've never lived with any of my friends. I didn't and therefore I don't hang out with my friends every day um Mm -hmm. we're very much a the way my friendship group works well I don't even have a friendship group I have separate friendships with individuals because Mm -hmm. with you know they've they've got groups of friends but like I don't get on with those groups of friends like I pick the best out of the group you know (laughs) yeah so um I can't relate to the friendships within friends because I don't have those issues. Yeah. I totally, I totally understand what you mean. For me, for me, it's like, it's like, okay, maybe this will make sense if I explain it better. You say friends and it's not relatable today. For me, it's like sex in the city. 
Sex in the City is like good TV to watch, but if it was to be made in today's society, today's modern day society, it wouldn't catch on with the viewers because like it's the same problem as Friends, you know? It wasn't diverse. Um, mm -hmm. It had like sexism. It had like possibly racism. It had like every issue that was it um, under the carpet, whatever, just like Friends did. But it's one of those shows that um, is still highly appreciated because, like, it made great TV back then. Yeah, for sure. Who was your Who was your favorite character, and why? Um, I have a few. I think um, my my favorite character has always been um, Chandler. Um, okay. I just find him so funny and awkward, and but it's like a funny awkward like. I can appreciate each cast member for a lot. Some people say Ross, but I find Ross too infuriatingly awkward. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas Chandler is like believably awkward and, and just like, he's just got a, a beautiful heart in the end, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and I, I, I found Matthew Perry quite attractive in Friends. So it was kind of all of that. Um, and I can see some of Chandler within me. I'm a bit of the the weird one in my friend group. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but now, as I'm older, I kind of more resonate with Monica as like related to myself. Um, yeah, just because I'm. A I bit... was gonna say I'm a Monica as well. Yeah, like she's she's loud, but she doesn't give a shit. But she's also very competitive. <laughs> um, she wants to people. She people pleases. Um, she has OCD. I don't have OCD, but I, because uh, I'm not a clean freak, but I yeah. do like things done in a particular way. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, so and and I also reflect on Monica and Chandler's relationship with mine and Samuel's. There's a particular scene where Mo Monica has been called high maintenance by Phoebe, and yeah. she's getting really uppity about it, um, and seeing it as an insult and. Chandler says yes you are high maintenance but I like maintaining you and mm -hmm. I feel like Sam Samuel does that with me like I can be highly strung sometimes and quite high maintenance but he just brings me back down to earth Aww. yeah That's so beautiful. <laughs> I was gonna ask you what what is your favorite episode of friends do you oh. have a favorite I mean I, I, I can't pick a favorite. I can just give like some some of the shows that I really enjoy. Um, mm -hmm. So sort of. I mean, I do you have any around... good moments? Do you have like any good moments like on Friends? Like yeah. So one that sticks in my head, and I don't know why I love it so much, but I just do, is um, um when Joey finds Rachel's like erotic novel, um and thinks a vicar is a hockey player and uh -huh. sort of calls her Zelda and <laughs> just find it really funny. And then and then Ross, as a joke, says, oh, this coffee is cold. Rachel, can I heat it up on your loins? Like, <laughs> just, <laughs> just find it really funny. <laughs> so, yeah, I do. I, that's one of my favourite episodes. I had season seven or the first mm. half of season seven on DVD and I used to watch it every night. So, Lovely. yeah. 
one of my was it uh, i don't know the episodes because like i'm gonna be honest i like friends i'm i'm not a huge fan but i do like to watch a, f- a couple of episodes time to time when it's uh, whenever it's on or whenever i have time really and like i remember there's what this episode where they're i think they're back in time or like they're rem- remembering the high school senior dance or something like that and then you just see this moment of monica just being like really overweight or something like that oh, and yeah. it's just like it's just the way she was it she was just like a little bit desperate and a little bit more was it on a needy needy side wanted to be loved and i i assumed that was like really funny that episode yeah but it's just like it was just really sweet when she when she finally got with was it when she finally got with the one she wanted in the end so it was like a really nice touching story in, in the end you know yeah yeah it was sweet um i love fat monica she 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 is me <laughs> Oh, like, yeah, because they, they used to call her Fat Monica in that episode, man. Past, present, future, Fat Monica is me. Like, Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Wait, okay. Also, I can't mention a favourite character without mentioning Janice. Go for it. Go, go and give her a shout-out to Janice, babe. Jan- like, Janice is one of the best characters ever, and her dynamic with Chandler is just hilarious. Um, yeah. you know, uh, when he like has to, he, when he has to say that he, he's moving away to fucking Yemen to get rid of her, like, just, <laughs> uh, I'll write you every day, Chandler Bing, 15, Yemen Road, Yemen. Just, <laughs> like, really, Janice, you're believing him for saying that? And then Chandler's like, I'm going to Yemen. Can, when I get to Yemen, can I stay with you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Just love it. <laughs> Um, just like sorry, I'm gonna go back to one of the subjects we went back um before. But if you go on Discord, I sent something on the group chat, and you would understand what kind of email I was back then. Do you see the picture? Yes, I see it. Wow, you didn't show any yeah. of your face at all, Paolo. <laughs> yeah, do you understand? Like I had that fringe on the sides. Yeah, like covering one eye but if you look where i put the my finger next to the other eye that was my looking eye so that with more of the hair on the other side that was my eye eyeball that was covering up the most basically yeah yeah oh. so, is, there, is there anything else you want to discuss on on regards of friends um no i think that's everything i just I just enjoy, enjoy doing quizzes and watching it now. <laughs> do you have a, do you have like any merch? Do you have any books of friends? Do you have any of that kind of stuff? Like how uh, much of a fan would you say you are? I think I, I'm a I'm a big fan, but like um I don't have a lot of merch um okay. from it. I have a um I have a photo frame that like I've been more, uh, you know, the photo frame that's on the back of the door. Like I've yeah. been meaning to put that on my front door, um, but mm-hmm. I haven't yet. And then uh, I've got a cookie jar with Central Park on it. Um, yeah. So those are the sort of things that I've got. Um, oh, no, I've got a mug as well that has Central Park on it. Yeah. Well, my So Al, who does the UK Drag Race podcast with me, 
she got me this whole collection of friends like for my birthday so it's basically a friend's pint glass it has a it's a friend's mug a friend's keychain and a friend's coaster so i have my friend's keychain attached to my keys right now so yeah still still, still a friend's a friend's fan but like i said i'm not a huge fan yeah yeah mm-hmm. i get it cool Next, Diddy. Do the subject bad dates. Ah, oh, I should have muted that before. Fuck's sake. <laughs> it's alright. Yo, how old do you have to be on? The... You have to be eighteen Fetus to be on stereo. If you're not that age. You should leave. Fetus deletus. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Ava, this is tea time. I had a fabulous chat with you, darling. Oh, I've had a gorgeous chat with you too. Thank you so much for having me, Paolo. Really, and I learned so much. I learned so much about you today that I didn't realize, you know. So now I'm gonna take take this information and I'm gonna remember it. And whenever we have future conversations, I'm gonna bring it up. And yeah, we're gonna have more to talk about. I'm sure. Ah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me, Paola. I've had so much fun. And thank you for everyone in the audience. I think we've started like a an emo off on um Discord. Uh (laughs) finding their old emo photos. Yeah, um, yeah, it's super cute. If anyone's not on Discord, we have a community of stereo creators there. And currently they're on my threads, the Paolo Pereira threads and mm-hmm. discussing and posting their emo kid days um, from back then. So if you guys want to join our community, go ahead and post in your emo kid day looks and we'll love to share and, yeah, just have a, a little laugh with each other, then, you know? Yeah. And besides, I looked I looked like a Justin Bieber um, freaking bitch lesbian back then. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> enjoy, people, enjoy. <laughs> um, before we go, Ava, would you like to promote any of your shows before we end this? And I'll promote um, some of mine after you. Uh, yeah, so um, I have uh, the Boho's Game Show. We're playing Family Feud or Family Fortunes tomorrow at 8pm GMT. Um, me and uh, Shalini are actually talking about Harry Potter um, on the 24th at 7pm. Um, as she went on, I can't remember whose chat, I think it was mine and Chloe's chat when me and Chloe had a chat. Um, uh, Charlene wanted to find out her uh, her house um, and took the quiz on Wizarding World. Um, but there's so much more mm-hmm. for her to discover on there. Um, so I think we're going to go through the one selection process and the Patronus stuff um, and just sort of do a bit of a dive into what is on um, the Wizarding World website. Um so that'll be really fun. And then I've got my talk with Big Bear. Um, and that's just nerd talk because I think he does. I have a lot of questions for him in terms of like cosplay and mm-hmm. um, Star Wars and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, really exciting. So the 24th is a bit of a nerd day. So I'm talking about Harry Potter with um, Charlene. And then I've got just a nerd talk with um, Big Bear. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. I'm gonna tune into mm-hmm. your shows, and also if anyone wants to tune into my shows, I have a show going on on the 25th of February. So that's a Thursday, I believe, one o'clock mm-hmm. in the UK time, 
and I'll be joined by the absolutely fabulous Simply Sarah, and yeah. we are going to be the naughty chefs. Mm. And our show is we are looking for the next voice for the um, MNS food porn adverts. Yeah. Do you remember those food porn adverts? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so <laughs> guys, we we would like you to bring your seductive game and voice those nostalgic MNS food porn adverts. If if you want to, if you want to talk about a Christmas turkey. Go and sex that up and leave a voice note and come to the show and bring your A game, you know. Yeah. So we're looking for the next MS voice. And as usual, I'm gonna be with El Norm as usual, doing my podcast for RuPaul's Drag Race UK much better. We're gonna be discussing the seventh new episode. And yeah, if anyone likes RuPaul's Drag Race, we are on on Fridays at six uh, six thirty. UK time and yep. on that same night me and Mrs. Mucky aka Chloe McClowface or simply known as Chloe in my eyes we are going to be hosting the first ever stereo exclusive snatch game inspired by RuPaul's Drag Race snatch game challenge we want you guys to impersonate a celebrity of your choice if you can impersonate any celebrity you can think of come on over on Friday 10.30, oh sorry, did I put it on 10.30? 10.30 UK time and we'll be the host and basically the winner will be the celebrity impersonator who can make us laugh the most. So stay tuned for that game. That will be Snatch Game. So yeah, that's just me. Yeah. Oh, also my next guest for tea time is um, Jace Williams. So he's going to be on, um, I believe this saturday so give it up for jace williams i'll be giving him the tea time experience so yes can't wait for that yes so yes ava i'm gonna let you go hope you hopefully you enjoy your evening my love and we'll talk very very soon i'm sure yes thank you so much paolo love you thank you stay spicy girl (laughs) Ha <laughs> <laughs>